pin a comment. And hi, Jess. Thank you guys for joining. Um, hey, Dan. Um, good to see you guys. So this is Music Therapy. I'm Jessica Risker. Just still working out my technical details. Um, and um, today we're going to be talking to Maria Jacobson of Fran and asking her about how her life has been impacted by all of this that's going on and not only her life but her musical life too. Um, we'll get to her in a second. Um, music therapy is something I started uh, just over a week ago because I wanted to um, offer something that I had to share in addition to being a musician in Chicago. I'm also a um, a licensed clinical professional counselor. I see people, um, I've continued seeing people through this and I thought that because there's not a lot of, um, well because mental health is going to be and has been such a such a risk factor during all of this that um, I wanted to create a space where I could offer some mental health support, tips, um, share some experiences just like today. I think it could be helpful for other people to hear about what Maria's going through and kind of um, just have a space where we can talk about issues and kind of try to stay as much on top of mental health awareness as possible. So if you want to look at my past videos, I'm putting them all up on YouTube. They're on my YouTube channel. If you just search Jessica Risker, you should find it. And I have a playlist with all of these videos. Um, so um, yesterday I talked about tips for maintaining sobriety while the shelter in place order is going on. And again, you can watch that on the YouTube video. And uh, today I'm gonna to talk to Maria. So let's see if Maria can join us. And while we're doing that, um, Maria, I'm a big fan of Maria. I've known her for a little while now, a few years now. And um, she, I love her music. She put out an album this past November called A Perfect Picture. Um, uh, via Fire Talk Records. She sold out her release show. Let's see, here she is on me. Her release show at the hideout. You know, she's on, she's got a lot of great things going. I know a lot of things are continue, going to continue to go for her. Oh, um, but oh. hi, how are hey, you? Hey, what's up? I'm good, hi. how are you? I'm good, I'm good. So I was just kind of talking about all the things that you had going on, that you have mm. going on. They're just on pause a little bit. Um, mm. First of all, thanks for Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thank you for having me. This um, is awesome. You're my first interview guest. Yay. I appreciate your taking taking the chance on it. Um, but we kind of chatted before before this, and Maria had sent me some things that she kind of had on her mind, and I just wanted to kind of talk in general about how you've been impacted by all this, and uh, both personally, you know, as personal as you want to get, and also musically and creatively. So, yeah. so let me start with some questions and we'll kind of just see where the conversation goes. Sure. Okay. So the first question is, what did your life, what was your life, either your daily life and, and or your weekly life? Like, what did it look like before? I'm kind of using the shelter in place order, which was March 21st, I think. What did it look like day to day for you before all that happened? Um, it was pretty hectic. Could that, everyone can hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um. It was pretty hectic. I had not been like fully employed for a long time. And then I had like, then I was sort of overemployed for the past like few months. So what I was doing for employment. 
Um, I was working at a restaurant and working at this like bougie market thing. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just like the two job grind um, and to basically like save money and gear up for two tours that were supposed to take place. Yeah. Um, one was for South by Southwest and one was uh, in Europe uh, for a month in May. And that was sort of the big one. I had applied for a grant and I didn't get it, but um, so I was like needing to get some savings. And so I was just sort of like having to be okay with like working six days a week mm -hmm. um, and just like accepting that it wasn't going to be like that forever. And that the whole, the whole like payoff was that I got to go to Europe, you yeah. know, I know that's why I was working so much. Uh, so you really had this like strategically planned out. I'm going to go on tour then I'm just going to hustle and then. Yeah, exactly. Then it was like saving up. It was, yeah, it was just basically like, okay, yes, Europe is at the end of this. Um, but there was this huge part of me that was like, I'm not like living day to day. You know, like I'm not, I'm not feeling like healthy or balanced. This is so, such a hustle right now, such a like means to an end that it didn't mm -hmm. feel like I was like living each day how I wanted to. How did you want to live it? Basically how I'm living now. It's <laughs> 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 just like, which is, uh, which is, I mean, like being able to like cook dinner and, mm -hmm. um, uh, being able to like write music, feeling like an artist. Um, I definitely felt like I was like hustling for my small business at that time, you know, yeah. my small business being my band, I guess. Um, it was an investment of time and energy. Right. Tour. Yeah. yeah. And um, so in some ways it was like, almost like what I wanted there was like a part of me that just wanted like everything to stop and that's like exactly what happened but then I totally lost hi momentum I'm good how are you um I totally lost like momentum for the band and like yeah. uh those tours were pretty important and like keeping the ball rolling um and so that is like i'm sort of torn between like okay i get to be an artist again but i've like my like career has been yeah. halted which i feel like everyone's probably feeling right now i'm sure it took a lot of work to settle that up too yeah right i mean that was the other thing uh it was months of preparation yeah yeah like all that money and then just like also I was really excited to get out of town you know yeah so it was a, a bummer but so feeling like it's been on pause your career like the momentum that you had going mm -hmm. um what is so what does your life look like now what is your how are you spending your days I assume that you you can't work anymore because both your jobs were Shut down. Yeah, the so I can't work um, at the restaurant anymore. The other place I worked is like technically still open for some stuff, but I'm not mm -hmm. working there right now. Were you um, off or were you furloughed or what happened? Uh, I was laid off of the restaurant. This one, it was kind of like 
up to you if you wanted to keep working and I didn't really feel comfortable in that setting which was another like weird thing to decision to make um in the middle of in the midst of all this but um so yeah like day to day I try to be a songwriter um as best I can um and like set very simple goals for myself Mm -hmm. I think that's sort of the key is like um saying like I'm gonna write one line or something hey Chris yeah so what I mean when you say trying to be a songwriter and setting goals like what what does that look like for you more specifically um well, it's it's changed, and that and that I've realized that in um, during this time, and that has been a source of like some anxiety, because I you I feel like I used to write songs like in like a whoosh or something, or like <laughs> that it was just like okay, and there's the song. I just like like fast like fast or just like intuitively I mean I still tend to write like intuitively but just like that it would just be working on it and then there was the song mm-hmm. um and now I'm realizing like I could work for like several hours and only come up with like one chorus that I like I could write like technically like four kind of song things mm-hmm. and then be like actually only the chorus of this one song works so that's what I got out of the day and I think that when that first happened it was like really distressing because it was like I can I what am I like not good at writing songs or so, anymore or something yeah and um, you're connecting that with this time period that it's been trouble well like, actually I think or, that, I'm sorry go ahead oh no uh I think that actually it's it's just I've changed as a songwriter um, and I'm editing more. I think some songs still t- kind of come in a, in a whoosh, yeah. but I think that I'm realizing like it takes more work to get to really like get to what I want something to sound like or what I'm trying to say or something, you know? Okay. So just to clarify, are you, it sounds like you're not necessarily connecting that change relationship to kind of sheltering in place and changes in your life, but maybe post this last album release? Post last album, I think also just by the fact that I have so much time Okay. too, is that I'm like approaching it in a different way or giving myself more Patient, I'm being more patient or something, okay. um, which I think is a positive thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, but then the, I mean, also in the midst of all this, like <clears throat> there are days when like it just it's not happening or like, and I have to like honor that and step away and uh, do something else, you know. Um, I think that's an important thing to realize when trying to be creative in like this fraught 
time is like if it's not working like it's not working and it doesn't mean that it's never going to work or um you know it's just like every day is different every like hour is different you know yeah i mean do you do you feel like that's been your attitude all along did you have to come to that i mean have you felt frustrated by this change and i didn't hear you because you paused from you froze from oh it. oh yeah my, my i think my battery is dying i might have to go in the car <laughs> so i'm at like my partner's aunt's house um in the suburbs um but okay here we go yeah i definitely resisted it yeah because it didn't feel the same as it like you as it used to feel um writing or i mean generally like i tend to be hard on myself or um or jump conclusions like be able to like write music anymore that's okay I'm yeah <laughs> you you sort of like yeah you 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 do i mean i do like get in my head and like hyperbolize the situation so you said that when we had messaged each other that you know sometimes there's like kind of negative or destructive thinking that can happen mm -hmm. in the process yeah for me lately it's it's grappling with the actual emotional toll that releasing an album takes um, or took on me. What was that, that toll? Um, it, I, it's, I'm still processing it, but it's like, it's hard to put yourself out there. Um, it's really hard. It's, you're getting a lot of feedback um you're you are exposing parts of yourself to people you don't know um to be like judged and commented on and yeah. um it seems really exciting and awesome and it is in a lot of ways but i i think after i released my record like i was i was not doing too well mentally um and it took like and the process of getting better like took a lot longer than i thought it would because i sort of like took a i took like a month off from playing shows after waiting for maria okay okay good okay i don't know what we missed but i got a phone call i don't know if that was what it was about oh uh, yeah anyway so so i mean when i'm talking to you i'm hearing like that where you're at right now which makes sense. It's definitely a blend of what's going on in the world right now, but also having been sort of fresh off of releasing this album and kind of processing what that was like, mm -hmm. both how you wanted to move forward, but also just the whole experience of it. And, yeah. you know, you had said something too in your messages about um, your identity as a songwriter and kind of, kind of asking some questions about that. I was wondering mm -hmm. if you wanted to talk more about what you meant by that. Um, yeah, I'm like not even sure what I mean by that, but just that I think 
in this situation where you have time to like to spend a lot of time writing mm-hmm. um it gives you the time to like think about what kind what kind of songs you want to write or like what you're ta- talking about um mm-hmm. and releasing an album having this time has made me like more aware of that process or or more like sensitive to those questions so i think it does and which is like cool and it, it it's allows you to to do something new if you want but i think coming off of an album that was sort of like some of the first song some of the first songs i've written are on there you know mm-hmm. which were like very just like intuitive and coming out mm-hmm. um that now it's like okay it's like it's like it's more like work to make those decisions and it's it's more of a um it's more of a process and less an editing process and um do you think that you made are we even thinking about these kinds of decisions before this album when you're writing those songs is are these new thoughts these are new thoughts yeah i think it's like um which is cool it makes me feel like more of an artist honestly and let's like um that i have more of a process as opposed or i'm like figuring out a process as opposed to just like you know by happenstance writing a song about something that i'm feeling or something that it feels much more like like artist work you know okay okay Um, to to think about these things to work on songs to be like that it actually isn't working i'm not going to accept that this part needs to be in this to like kind of like kill your darlings or whatever to Mm -hmm. to serve what the song is trying to be you know yeah so you're being more intentional about it Mm -hmm. exactly it sounds like you're saying your conception of an artist is one who is you know not necessarily just kind of producing from a gut i don't think you're necessarily saying that but you're saying that your process now is is definitely more like conscious and making making intentional decisions about what you're doing rather than just this is coming out of me and i'm gonna put it out there and see what happens right exactly and you like that better yeah it makes me feel like i have more control okay i think yeah so but it can it can inspire the feelings of like what's wrong with me why is this so hard sometimes or like why does this part suck then you're like oh it's that's okay that that sucks i don't have to use it <laughs> you know okay so before what would your relationship to a part like that be it'd probably just be like oh i guess this is the song okay you know so you're editing you're mm-hmm. editing more tightly now yeah okay. i'm trying to like be smarter and be like more effective and efficient that makes sense yeah within the song yes Mm -hmm. um i always feel like the the most important impulse is the creative 
the creative ideas itself, but the second most important one is the editor. Mm-hmm. Being able yeah. to like be ruthless in what you're cutting out and you know, yeah. not every idea can necessarily have a space in the song or something like right. that. Right. Do you feel that you write that way? Where it's kind of like the idea and then you kind of whittle away? Um, I, it kind of depends on the song. I think different songs come out uh, differently for me. Some come out very quickly and some I really labor over. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely over time, I used to get really attached to almost any idea that I kind of liked. Mm-hmm. And then I would listen to recordings you know, over and over, I'd get attached to them, and it was hard to, like, let it, let something go, and now I'm more disciplined about, I don't listen to it if it's in progress, unless I'm working on it, and that way I hear it more freshly, and yeah. can kind of, uh, you know, take that space, and then come back, and kind of attack, but yeah, I'm definitely much more um, ruthless in my editing mm-hmm. than I used to be, for sure. Yeah, that's, I, that, I feel like I've been doing that, too, where I've, like, when I'm done working, I'm like done working. Mm-hmm. Cause there've been times when I will, it'll, I'll write something, think that it's good, revisit it the next day and be like, that doesn't work. And then revisit it again and be like, wait, it, it does. I don't know. So it's like, yeah, you have, right. it's just like a constant checking in sort of, or like in those sessions and giving them space to kind of like, So you're not just like, yeah, always listening to it or always thinking about it. Right. I talk, I mean, this is something I talk about with my clients a lot and not necessarily in the creative process, but I'll often use the creative process as an example for like, somebody says, you know, I I feel like my life is kind of out of balance and I have, you know, all these things going on at nighttime after work during the week. And, you know, I'll I'll really suggest that they write in like night off on their calendar or something. And people have the idea, like I'm not doing anything that night, Mm -hmm. but I feel like not doing anything is very much doing something. And the analogy for the creative process is to me, if you're working on a painting or a song, you've got the act of working on it, but then you have the stepping away and so much processing happens during that time. You get you, you get a break from it. You can hear it fresh when you go back in that space, even though it feels like you may not be working on it, I think is so important to yeah. being able to come back. And so like, it took me a while to recognize that it's okay to like go eat lunch or go do something else. Yeah. That it's right. that's working on it too. Right. Yeah. It's good. that it, And it like gives it sort of a mystical quality because then it like is like working on itself or something, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay, so you referred to, like, a, you know, how you're working every day. What is your, what is your routine look like? Are you, are you having a routine every day? Sort of. <laughs> what is it? What are you, what are you trying to do? Um, well, a big game changer was that I put a desk in my room. Uh-huh. Because I live in a one bedroom with my partner. So, like, he, we both are working through the artist's way. Or, no, he's not anymore. He used to be. But so the, the artist way, which is like a 12 week course, kind of like you were in a book. Um, mm-hmm. that, I have that book. It's at my office. I wish I could show it. But. Yeah. Um, it's like the perfect time for it. Um, but yeah. And a part of it is like you journal a lot every day. It's, the, it's one of the first things you do. And so that I already kind of did that before doing this or or would do it at different times during the day but um this makes it so it's like i wake up 
get coffee and then sit down and, and journal and try Do to you work. handwrite it or type it? I uh handwrite it. It suggests that right in the book that you handwrite it? Yeah, I think so. Um yeah, much more like connected. Visceral. Yeah. Um but the and then I will like sort of maybe work on some exercises in the book or read the whatever like is to be read in the book. I don't know. Um, and then sometimes it's kind of loose right now. I think I try to actually be do some creative work in the morning, like on songs. So, so I keep your best time. Yeah. Um, so I'll like have my guitar in the room with me and just like reach for it every once in a while. Um, and I tried, I, there was a week when I was doing pretty, having a pretty good routine where I sort of like was a little bit creative in the morning, exercise in the middle of the day, and then like either did some administrative work or, um, or creative work after eating and exercising and stuff. Mm -hmm. This past week was kind of a blur. Um, and yeah. <laughs> um, but it was sort of a blur. It didn't really work. The routine didn't really work this week. What do you think it was about this week? Uh, I don't know. Maybe honestly, PMS. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, sometimes, yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. the thing is like, that's the, th with this time, it's just like, you can get derailed so easily. And, um, yeah. yesterday I like, didn't do hardly anything. It was just like not happening. And I yeah. just went with it, you know? PMS is real. I know that you're also referring to just this time period in general, but I, oh my God, it's real. get very, I just have to write it off and it's, it's hard to remember each time that it's going to be over. Yeah, I'll be feeling energized in a few days, but when it's happening, it's uh, oh god, yeah, it can be, and it, it's very psychological for me too. So I get yeah. a lot of like, or my symptoms of depression and anxiety get ramped up, and um, so I, I do have to be like, okay, not gonna attempt too much, just gonna chill, you know, be easy. Good, that's good, mm -hmm. that's good. Some people, some women, that's something I work with women a lot too, is some. Some women, especially younger women, aren't as aware of how powerful that can be. So just trying to yeah. keep that in mind and be be connected with that, I think, um, for some people can be really important. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at, you know, the thoughts that we had kind of talked about just to see if there's anything else. Mm -hmm. um, are you doing okay? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to actually put in my headphones really quick. Oh, sure. Um there's a couple other things I was curious about that you had said when we were messaging. One was um, finding yourself mentally engaged in some of the more toxic elements of the music industry. And mm -hmm. I was curious if you wanted to talk. If, if not, that's cool. But if, uh, if that was something you wanted to speak to more. Yeah, sure. Um, I... It's just like such a misconception, and I don't know if anyone even actually thinks this, but that like this, this is a time to like, or that we are intuitively 
disconnecting from the hustle or something you, what do you that mean makes, like I, I basically it we all had to like stop hustling physically mm-hmm. but I feel like maybe at least my mind didn't stop hustling mm-hmm. um like thinking in terms of career and like you know the kind of like social media game um staying like in people's you know thoughts awareness (laughs) Awareness, yeah um and that got to me because I would just find myself just like I'm just like home I'm just by myself and my mind is like still in those places or you know like playing the kind of compare and contrast game which is so um the worst thing in the world (laughs) and um so I think that's something that I'm trying to disengage from and figure out the best the best ways to do that um um have you I don't know if, if you feel that or like feel the kind of like pressure of you know social media or I don't I don't know like I'm yeah yeah I mean um well my first thought was just to just to ask like do you feel like those thoughts are more present because you have all this kind of empty time or this empty space yeah I think that definitely ramps it up yeah it's it's almost like with less yeah, less to do or less obligations. It, it can, your mind can kind of wander or like you can spend a lot, end up spending a lot of time on social media. Yeah. Um, right. Which can be really bad. Yeah, totally. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of times if you're working or doing other things, you're, you're distracting, you're channeling your mind other places, but yeah, there is, there's a lot of room for mind and especially anxious thoughts to play mm-hmm. right now. And you don't have a lot going on, which is why it's good to have a routine for me. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, um, yeah, that's something that I'm, I'm not, I'm not great at social media. Um, it's something that, I mean, my music is also very important to me and what I do, you know, a lot of the things that you're talking about, I can relate to. Um, I think that in one way I've been lucky because I do work, I'm still seeing clients. Right. So I don't have as much during certain days I have a little, and I also have a 19 month old and he, mm-hmm uh, keeps me busy. So yeah, it really forces yeah. some structure, but I was thinking that, you know, back, which on the whole, I really enjoyed living by myself back when I did, and I did for many years, but I was thinking to myself that if I lived by myself right now and I wasn't working, I would not be doing well mm-hmm. just in general with this. And I don't know yeah. what it would look like. It would be really hard. I, I feel for people who are going. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm very lucky to have be living with my partner I know that some people are alone or with roommates that maybe they're not yeah. friends with and that sounds really hard so yeah but you know one y'all. thing that's been I want I've shared it before but one thing that has been helpful for me is uh, I'm part of a songwriting club and we've been doing it every two weeks since this started and that gives oh, wow. me a deadline and you can go on Facebook and find it join the group and join the club I think but- I like tried or I was like in my mind wanted to but then just didn't follow through with it like at yeah. some point but no, yeah it's out there it's it's just yeah. if you want to to me I've always done well with deadlines which is one way mm-hmm. that I work having a deadline and knowing that somebody's going to be listening to it shapes you know 
how I'm how I'm approaching it and what I'm putting into it. So things like that have been have been helpful for me. But but yeah, I mean it's hard. Social media really lends itself to a lot of comparing, and you never quite know what people's stories are, what's going on there. And I know it's it sucks. And I just re- I just like discovered this horrifying thing on Spotify for artists, like the thing that. Spotify and the artist and like where you that you can compare that is so fucked it is so (laughs) bad it is yeah yeah. that's sorry yeah yeah so don't do that if you're an artist yeah do not do not look for that yeah Yeah. um so okay so one one last question that I have um was you had also mentioned potential anxiety about being an artist musician in the post COVID world. Ah, so, yeah. What are, what are you thinking about there? Um, I think in like the language of the hustle, mm-hmm. I am afraid of going back to it. If that makes sense. Um, that what are you afraid of. Well, basically everything is now backed up. So everyone's like tours were canceled. It's going to make it like that much more of a struggle for everyone to like get dates. It's going to be competitive. Yeah, everything is kind of like squinched. Um, So it's made me have to like reevaluate time and accept that like this is just it's just going to take it's just going to be a a different timeline than i had imagined when um yeah not a specific timeline but uh just kind of like goals that make sense and like you know with momentum of like these you know having these two tours like hoping that opens up other opportunities and then so those opportunities are gone and so starting having to like restart yeah the engines a little bit um is sort of is daunting to me definitely Mm -hmm. is there is there anything let me just peek through Mine, I, I made some notes here. Is there anything that has worked for you that you would like to share with other artists, creatives on trying to just keep both personally and creatively that's worked for you that you want to share as like a tip or something to keep in mind? Yeah. Um... What's worked for me is setting really <laughs> Eliza. <laughs> she just sent three laughing faces. <laughs> so they didn't mean okay. Um, setting really manageable goals. Um, I think it, you can like, it's very easy to get caught in like disappointment loops or like get down on yourself for not being like prolific enough or not being whatever but if you set like really very simple goals 
-hmm. like that's literally like I there's maybe it was like Tim Ferriss who does like the productivity stuff but he his whole thing is like write one like bad page right mm -hmm. like write one you know poorly written bad page yeah and that's your goal for the day and if you surpass that which hopefully you will because that's a pretty low goal like that's great and if you don't like or if you do that then you met your goal so like if you're like in a song like just write one part of one song mm -hmm. for the day um and that's what I'm also it sort of ties into the editing process which is just like I'm realizing like sometimes yeah I'll work for several hours and only get one part of one song that I like yeah and being being happy with that or being like excited about that um mm -hmm. and knowing that it's accomplishment mm -hmm. and knowing that it there, there will be more tomorrow there like this it's no day like determines your productivity for the rest of your life or whatever like you can yeah. have bad days and you can have good days and um yeah and I think like embracing the rest time I don't know yeah yeah I mean the other thing I hear you saying that I think is worth pointing out is just you seem to have really good self-talk like you're kind of reminding yourself like some days are going to flow better than others some days aren't that's okay it doesn't mean that this is how it's going to be that narrative is yeah. encouraging and positive and it sounds like it sounds like that's effective for you kind of reminding yourself of that definitely it's it, that's funny that you say that because I feel like in my head I have really negative self-talk mm -hmm. so I do have to like really work against it mm -hmm. with stuff like that so I think it is important maybe even to like have these like phrases handy you know like yeah today's not working that's okay or whatever you know like yeah, write them down yeah um because if you're just like yeah also if you're not talking to anyone for most of the day like you're just yeah. talking to yourself and that, <laughs> that's right. where that like crazy that, that like self that kind of like negative stuff can come up so yeah um yeah talk to people write yeah write down your um your positive positive tips write them down yeah that's great um yeah. is there anything else that you wanted to to share talk about today um i don't think so i just hope everybody's doing good and and like also don't feel like you have to be creative you can just live you know right now i think that, that there's like a lot of pressure to use to like be an amazing artist because we have the time or whatever but you don't have to do anything you can you can just rest you know i did a previous one i think it was the second one i did which was about that feeling pressure oh, to be yeah. creative and the, i mean you're you're right because most artists really need a sense of sort of security and a foundation to be able to it's like one of the higher you know the higher levels of 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 needs and if if things like rent or employment or other things are feeling shaky then it is going to be hard for you to like focus when you have that kind of stress going on with yeah. your writing 
creative people are having trouble focusing because of what's going on. So I totally agree with that, that yeah. it can just be hard. And if it's, if you're not feeling it right now, it doesn't mean that creatively you're not taking things from this experience that you can use later because you're, you're going through this, you're experiencing it, but you don't need to feel pressure to do it right now if you're not feeling it because a lot of people aren't. Yeah. And it's, it's like, this is just an, this is still life. You know, this isn't like, artist residency or anything like you can feel good like when you're working 40 hours a week and be really creative then or not or now or not you know it's just like life is it's it's all life <laughs> yeah yeah where where can people listen to and buy your music um you can listen to it on new streaming platforms it's hard to find on spotify so i put like a link in my instagram profile um you can buy it through the band camp um i just re uh, released a, so a new song on a an awesome comp that's in my profile mm -hmm. um that is benefiting some great um local uh organizations is this something you wrote within the past few months? Yes, this is funny. Um, uh, it was, this was a song that was just like, all in uh -huh. one. This was like in, so the, it, the, it didn't, so sometimes it still happens, apparently. <laughs> where yeah. it just kind of came out, and I was pretty down with it as it came out. Um, well, thank you. Um, yeah, music videos. Um, so yeah, that I will also, there will be like a fire, if you're follow fire talk um, on Instagram, I'm doing like a, their kind of Instagram live show tomorrow. What time? Uh, I'm not sure. I think. Okay. We'll find out. Yeah. Just follow them and, and you'll see, you'll see it okay. pop up. But yeah. It's nice to talk to you. So nice to talk to you, Jessica. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was really, um, you know, as an artist, it was really, really interesting and helpful to hear kind of how you approach it and the things that you might struggle with and the things that work with you. So it was, yeah. it was nice to kind of have an in-depth conversation about that. Totally. It's nice to talk through it, honestly, and cool. figure it out together. So, yeah. Thank right. you. See you soon. Of, thanks for Hello. watching, you guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a song. See you, see you Maria. Bye. All right. Thank you so much to Maria. Um, and I'm going to play a song right now um, called Zero Summer Mind. I know, Chris, I know you like this one. To kind of finish off the, the, the video. stare 
Zero Summer Mind, it got a little nervous there, um, but that's okay. That's off I See Among the Stars. It's on Spotify. You can buy it through Western Vinyl. That's very cool that you put your six-year-old to bed with this album. Thanks for sharing that. that that's great. Um, thank you guys for listening. That was Maya Jacobson um, with a Fran, and if you missed any of this or came in late, I'm going to put everything on YouTube uh, later today, so you can go back and listen to it. It's two parts because we had to start over. Um, and I've got my old episodes up too. I've got things about dealing with anxiety, um, maintaining sobriety, feeling pressure to be creative during this time, um, and how to create a routine. And I'm going to keep making them because I want to kind of offer mental health space for everybody and hopefully we'll do more interviews. So if you want to be interviewed, please let me know and, uh, you know, try to, try to figure something out to talk about, you know, how you've been impacted as an artist and the ways that you work and, and just kind of get to know that side of things better. So thank you guys uh, very much. Is there anything else I want to say? I think that's it. Oh, I always say, make sure every day you move your body a little bit, get outside, do some yoga inside something, but move your body and make sure you, so make sure you socialize and reach out to people. Um, text, call, whatever. Just reach out to someone today just to make sure that you're talking to people and uh, taking care of yourself. So I'll be back tomorrow uh, at 2.30. I'm trying to do this every day except Wednesdays. So please join me and, and thanks a lot for watching.